you have a set amount of time and that you know to achieve whatever it is that you need to achieve so like don't be lollygallying once you start it i'm sorry did you say lolly dallying i'm not sure what i said (laughs) what what (laughs) it lollygallying well i mean i hear people say it all the time i try gagging is that what it is what people say yeah okay hey miley we need some intro music Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to season two. Woman, get in. I love it. Yeah? <laughs> you are? I am Mandy. <laughs> and I am Miley. How nice to meet you again here in this space with these microphones and headphones. Yes. Again, it's so nice to be with you, and it's yeah. so nice to be with all of our listeners, our audience. It's lovely to be here. As in uh, our tradition, what's new and good with you, Mandy? New and good with me. Um, well, hello again. I, I mean, you said hello. I'm I'm just reiterating the hello. I, I do. I'm super excited that we're back doing this, like, intro, season two. Our first season, people would have known us as... Um, the main dish podcast mm-hmm. so you can find that on our in our archives on spotify wherever you're listening to podcasts spotify, the website Apple. yeah on the website yeah mm, website yeah uh google casts where whatever you enjoy um but season two is a little bit more directed and focused and we're excited to be back and i feel like i'm just repeating all the things i've been saying for a long long time no, but it's good we need it like that i think one of the things one that's the one thing that's really important when you are getting more focused and you are heading in a specific direction. It's so important to remind yourself of where you're going. Kind of like you know, mm. in business, you always have your um, your your mission and your goals at the the top of the the, the list, and so you're yeah. reminded, and you, you know, of, of your where you're going. Exactly. I like it. Um. So new and good with me. It's been a few months since we. Mm-hmm. did this yeah. um it's hard to know like what's new and good with me it's like i don't know like so much happens it's like i don't know nothing feels new sometimes but so maybe we do top two top two or three yeah because i mean it's been, what four or five months like yeah at least three months since we've recorded maybe yeah. four um well it's fall yes happy fall the weather has the weather is new that's exciting oh, it's like 30 degrees so cooler Wearing than it sweaters was right now I, and I feel so cozy <laughs> and comfortable it's so nice yeah in arizona y'all we record in arizona we live in arizona and it's hotter than hades in the summertime and when you can get away with wearing like a light sweater or a hoodie in november mm. it's so exciting yeah. um and to drive with your windows down Oh my gosh. Lovely. Yes. I, uh, so it's fall. I'm just gearing up for the other part of me. Like the baking business is really busy in the fall. It's events. Back up so much more. So you've been doing Mm -hmm. a bunch of events, which is so fun. I'm so happy for you, but it's been fun to be out and about. It has been nice. I've, I've really missed events. I, I, yeah, to a certain extent, like I can't do a ton of them because they're exhausting, but, um, events are back. It's winter it's like holiday baking i'm really excited for all of those things um i played tennis yesterday mm-hmm. I, I feel First a little time 
ever ever i was gonna say first time in a while or first time ever like i'm sure i swung a racket in high school like normal you have to in pe it's like there's two weeks where you go out on the tennis court and you try to figure out what you're doing um i'm not an athletic person like i'm not sporty spice oh you don't have to be i am moderately what's the word i'm looking for i have a fair amount of clumsiness um also you know i have so like i've talked a little bit about this in season one but i also have like hyper mobile mm-hmm, joints mm-hmm. so i just have to be really careful about the movements and the exercise that i do because i can easily hurt myself um i even feel a little odd calling it playing tennis what we did yesterday but <laughs> oh i see okay tell but, me more but yeah like so what would you call it <laughs> I was like, let me just start off by saying I refuse to run for a ball. (laughs) I'm not going to run around this court. (laughs) Like expect my effort to be like there, but not, I'm not going to, I'm not like at a 10 with this right now. Like I need to ease in. Um, But the other person knew how to score. And I was like, great. Explain to me the scoring system. Explain Uh to me like who serves who scores how we score how many points end the game and then i guess like six games is a match or yes matches a, is a game no six, six games, games are a match. a match okay wait or a set fuck now i'm forgetting I, yesterday i don't know so it's I like just, six boom. games make i think i'm a set okay yeah because the saying is game set match right uh oh you know, you are Listeners. the uh, more athletic one of this duo. So what? whatever you say. Miley. How? I, don't know. I didn't grow up doing sports. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to do sports. I mean, like you and I both apparently have medical issues that don't allow us to be very athletic. So we are both clumsy. I just don't have any natural athletic ability. Me neither. Like I found movement as an adult. <laughs> I found movement in the last year and a half. <laughs> Actually, I almost joined a swim team when I was a kid because I really That's, liked okay, swimming. If I, if I could have done any sport, I would have totally done swimming. And I think swimming would have been good for both of us. Probably. Like, especially for your hypermobile joints. Mm-hmm. And then for me and my like spinal issues. Yeah. I think it would have been good for both of us. Yeah. I would have gotten those like gorgeous mm-hmm. shoulders that all the swim girls had. And it's like volleyball and swim what girls. What are you talking about? You have some sexy shoulders. I, they're just bony, you know, but they're, they're nice. I don't, I don't hate them, but like swimmers and volleyball girls yeah, like have that upper body that's like so yeah and they're usually really lean on the bottom it's all the opposite of me so <laughs> like, like bony shoulders with minimal muscle and a big booty it's like, you know a lot of people yeah i don't hate it booty. like a lot of people pay for ass <laughs> to be like implanted and i don't so it's, it's fine i'm not i'm not mad about it um but yeah, like we did six games. I did not win any of them. <laughs> That's okay. Not about the W. I did manage to score. I forget if it was four or five points Ooh, throughout we'll go those. With five. We'll go with five. It could have been five. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to round up. Yeah. Most of them were like, I think I scored one of them because I made a good shot that the other person didn't get. Oh, good. But the rest of the five points, I'm pretty sure were that person's error. <laughs> hey, a W is a W or a point is a point. A point's a point. So anyways, that was okay. Um, yeah, I did a little trotting around a tennis court yesterday yeah, and spent like 45 good. minutes attempting something called tennis. Oh, <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> I right. can't wait for your second Yeah, set. and they were like, wasn't that fun? And I was like, 
you need to give me a minute I'm not ready to call it fun <laughs> like I don't I don't I'm also really introverted and really um I don't even know what the other word is I'm trying to think of here but like you know Mandy is real introverted Mandy's like uh, everything that comes at me I need a little time to process and decide how I feel about it and what I really think like I just have to sit on things before I can really like there's not a there's there's few things that I'm like some things I know they're so overtly fun or overtly awful that I'm like this is terrible or this is amazing but some things I'm like I just need to sit with it a bit and see how I think yeah. about it they're like wasn't that fun I'm like I'm not ready to call it fun yet but <laughs> it was not terrible <laughs> hey you can only go up from there yeah so <laughs> You never know. I might. I, there were a number of times where I didn't even connect with the ball. Um, maybe next time I'll connect with it every time. Hey. Or like, goals. yeah, goals. a higher percentage of the time. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. That is so awesome. I'm glad that you were out and about like that. Yeah, they're like, you're not bad. You, uh, you, you weren't even embarrassed at like the things you didn't do. I'm like, what would I be embarrassed by? What didn't I do? <laughs> I'm like, for me, I'm like, like if I, <laughs> like a swing and a miss. Like it was like, oh. <laughs> totally didn't even connect with the ball <laughs> like, I was okay. three inches away oh, from that like, hey, that's, that's close that's real close I was like but I was like why would I be embarrassed like yeah. I'm not I love that about you <laughs> I love that when you're trying something new that you still keep going with it I mean yeah. that's the theme of today's episode too like motivation and keep going yeah. even when you're doing something new and part of that is like not feeling embarrassed about like what you can or cannot do, right? Like mm -hmm. you own that you're a, a newbie at whatever it is that yeah. you're you're attempting. Yeah. And and it allows you to kind of be comfortable with yourself. And in the moment you actually hopefully can enjoy what you're doing or yeah. learn from what you're doing uh, and, and better prepare next time maybe. And I have the ability to laugh at myself. Yeah. Which I think also may be pretty important. Like this oh, is pretty, very important. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have pockets because I didn't know that was a thing but like a lot of people will wear something with pockets and keep extra balls because like um if you need when when it's your turn yeah. to serve again it's like you know chase the one ball down around on the court oh, or whatever sure. so like I didn't have pockets so I literally just pulled out the waistband yeah. to the pants like the mm -hmm. like athletic pants I was wearing and I just tucked one into my waistband did it fall lower the no because they're oh, so good. tight nice. they're just like it just like stuck there it was like this big tennis ball <laughs> protrusion out the front of my like abdomen <laughs> love it that's some kind of hernia or something <laughs> <laughs> for real like a giant tennis ball sized oh hernia but it was like it was evening and no one was around no, anyways no one i don't I know it. the only people who could have even paid attention are the homeless people in the park so oh, oh, okay <laughs> i wasn't worried about impressing them but i'm sure they were very impressed yeah i'm no, sure they had a good show yeah. it was pretty funny oh i'm so happy <laughs> that you had a good time at the end of the day that's good. That's yeah, fun. today I was willing to be like, that was fun. And you might consider it again? Yeah, like on a one to ten, I would say it's like it falls in the middle of the fun range okay. for me. Um, and I, I'd do it again. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. glad that you did something new. Things definitely get more fun the better you get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Miss Smiley? Oh, no, no, no. I also want you to kind oh. of mention a little bit about your, uh, this, there's a third thing that's new since, uh, oh. since the last season, which is you took a wine class. Oh, I did. Yeah. I finished my WSET level two um, wine course. Ooh, and I really just want to celebrate your accomplishing that class. So good for you. Thanks. It was a lot. There it is was. a lot of material in that class. Three is really, really in depth. I'm not going to do 
three. Like I have no plans to do three. I think it's more than I really need. Like I don't have any desire to get a diploma um, from the WSET. I think what I wanted to know, I am really confident in. And I took the test and I won't hear until like Christmas time. It's a really long wait right now to get your results, but it's fine. I don't care. There's nothing riding on it. I studied my butt off and really crunched in that last week (laughs) to refresh everything because I had about a month off between testing and the end of my class and I did a lot of other things in between there that wasn't always studying but I did it it's done and I'll find out somewhere around Christmas I'll be sure to let everyone know here if I did well if I did not do well I won't talk about it again (laughs) no (laughs) I'm just so proud of you good for you I mean that's a big thing like that's something that you do outside of your full-time job at the clinic and I would say a full-time job running your uh, bakery business and then on Mm. top of that you're taking classes and you're managing life outside of work your personal life and maintaining your friends and your family and other relationships and stuff so yeah I'm really proud of you mom visited and I went on some San Diego vacation and I had a lot to do it was busy good busy time thanks proud of you thank you I love you I love you too Okay, Miley, now you tell me what's new because mm. I know some awesome mm. things. You know, what new things? You know, the only the only new thing that actually <laughs> that comes to my mind <laughs> is I freaking fucking for like solo finally <laughs> took forever. You did it. Yeah. Man, okay, uh, just so everybody knows who's listening, in case you yes. haven't heard our o- earlier episodes, Miley has been working towards her private pilot license. Yes. And one of the big steps to get there is a solo so, flight. Like, flying the actual plane all by your freaking self. No like, one else no in one it. No one else is in the, like, in the, like if, I, if there's a mistake, like, no one's there to help me fix my mistake. Hope your radio and works. So I, I, it was the, like, one of the hardest things I have ever had to do. Uh, mentally and, and, and physically just learning how to fly a plane and, and landing it. But, but there's a lot of mental challenges there, like a lot of things that I had to overcome. And I think that was probably the, the biggest part of it, knowing that like I was capable of doing something like that and overcoming my fears and overcoming like self-doubt and, and negative self-talk. And so uh, that, that was probably the, the best thing ever. So it took lot longer than I thought because my goal was to do it by my birthday. Then it was to do it by Manny's birthday. Then it was to it was to do it by August, and then it was to do it by September. And then on October thirtieth, I, I freaking finally did it. So I love um, it. it. And was we're, a great we're Halloween this is so great. This is like motivation one hundred and one. Yeah, it's like sometimes uh, <laughs> you got to push your goal back, but yeah. you don't lose focus. Yeah, and and so, uh, but yeah, practice, practiced, got discouraged a lot. Practice, practice got discouraged some more, kept practicing. So yeah. it was pretty awesome. Uh, and then, you know, I don't I don't know what else is new in my life. You took like a night flight. I mean, your oh, pilot yeah, license yeah. My, stuff my has come really is. far. That's yeah. been big. It's been huge. You have I, I a new instructor. Yeah, new you had instructor. two new instructors. Mm-hmm. One was not your jam, but learned, he did force learned, you into yeah. that solo flight. Yes, he forced me into a lot of uncomfortable situations that helped me grow in, yeah. in ways. And then, and then now I have a different instructor that is helping me uh, through a lot of other ways. And we're going to, we're going to get this private pilot's license, hopefully by January. That's our goal. I'm going to take my ground test in December and then we're going to, I, you know, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to hit it hard. This is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and then outside of that, just, um, spending more time with family 
and friends and uh yeah just uh work is good i'm, I'm playing so the ukulele a little bit <laughs> well you know trying to be uh trying to dive back into my arts like singing i've been singing a lot more oh, yeah. and teaching uh our, our good friend to me yep. uh, how to sing and uh and we've done some we're gonna we did one open mic afternoon we'll probably mm-hmm. do some more open mic afternoons and stuff so getting back into the arts and really enjoying just performing singing playing the guitar playing the ukulele trying to <laughs> trying to play the ukulele um <laughs> so that's just like again like for me i think just slowing down life and enjoying life more is a big thing for me right now yeah yeah same yeah i have i have moments where i schedule in some slowness but mm-hmm. It's also crazy busy time of year, but there's also a big vacation coming up. Oh, so yeah, I was just going to say that. I'm super looking forward to We'll let vacation. y'all know about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, should I'm, we get into yeah. this episode? I'm super excited to be back here. Season two, be back here with everyone. And uh, today's episode is on motivation, which I think really speaks to a lot of things that we and I include and I say we as in, you know, all of us, including our listeners and, and our audience members like that. We probably face deal with um have to wow yeah put into action um a lot motivation is a big big word so people ask about it a lot Mm -hmm. i think it's one of the common questions like where when people come up to people who they are maybe inspired by or look up to it's like where do you get the motivation to do this how much like how do you have so much energy to do And I think people this? have a lot of misconceptions around it so that's why yeah. we really wanted to record this. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So today we are going to talk a little bit about motivation. I love motivation. Why do you love motivation? Uh, it's just an exciting topic for me. Like I feel like people get um People get really tripped up sometimes and stuck trying to figure out how to get motivated to do things. So it's actually, it's one of those things that I'm like, no, you're like, you might be approaching this wrong. Like we we need, yeah. So it's exciting for me because like the fundamentals of it, I think people get wrong. Right. I think also people throw around the word motivation a lot. Mm. Sometimes they use it as an excuse because they haven't started something like, oh, I haven't felt motivated to do this. Or maybe sometimes what happens is they get in a rut and they're like, I just haven't felt motivated. So, Mm. but instead of just saying like, I haven't felt motivated or I haven't been motivated, we got to ask like deeper questions of like, why or what is it that is preventing you from being motivated? What does motivation look like? Like if you... You know, you're saying that you're not motivated. Well, what would motivated look like to you? And mm-hmm. focus there instead of focusing on like, I'm just not motivated. Yeah. I mean, this is this that little bit starts to also gray into the area of which another topic, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon is how our self-talk. Oh, right. <laughs> is, and like the stories we tell ourselves. And I'm really big when I hear people like we had a recent discussion, but I'm really big when I hear people say that. And I'm like, well, if you keep telling yourself you're not motivated, you never right. will be. So let's yeah, flip sure. the script. How do we get motivated? Yes. First, like what is motivation and how do you get there and how do you stay motivated? My beautiful teacher friend, please tell us what motivation is. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm motivation. I'm so ready for you to be like, Merriam-Webster defines motivation. <laughs> well, if I was that smart, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I think motivation is uh, reasons that 
that keep you going or that help you start something or a goal like or reach a desired outcome or, you know, fulfill a desire or goal that you have? I like that. How do you define it? Um, for me, I, I don't know the, how I define motivation. Motivation for me is found within movement and momentum. So motivation isn't to me, it isn't something that happens. It's not spontaneous. It's like there's something that spurs you into starting. And once you've started, you are now in, you're now in movement, you have momentum, you are now in motivation. Like you are in the moment, you're in the mode. There's a lot of M words. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Mandy a lot Marley, of alliteration. I absolutely <laughs> love the M words. Um, but that's, to me, motivation is found within that just getting started and doing the damn thing and you're moving and you're going, there's momentum. That's, that's, that's where you find the motivation. You have to start doing the thing and getting excited about what you're doing to really feel that. And I think that excitement is really important because not only that excitement kind of, you know, goes back to the why, the the reason that will get you started. But then that, that, that emotion, part two of, part of motivation is how is it going to keep you going? Mm. Agreed. I love it. Yeah. And then, and, and, you know, when it comes to like motivation, I think... You know, we we had talked previously about like just like I just start I talked like I feel like there's a part one and part two. Part one is what motivates you to get started Mm -hmm. and then what motivates you to keep going so that that start and then the momentum. Right. And so, uh, you know, we talk a little bit about previously, you know, passive versus active and maybe some of that part one of just motivated to start something it might be a little passive because you're spending time trying to gather information, trying to gather research, trying to figure out the reasons why you want to reach this goal and then how you're going to get started. But then you really have to kind of start something and then keep going. And that that starting something, that spark that allows, that creates that momentum is that active motivation or that active inspiration that keeps you going and, and fuels that momentum that you were talking about I love that phrase active inspiration because the passive inspiration is the data gathering that's reading the articles listening to the podcast it's exposure um, just yeah simply exposing a bunch of content basically is passive and it's not doing anything and we can do that until the cows come home but it's until you get that active inspiration and you start actually doing the things that you find the real joy and it kind of drives it home for you that you're doing something that you love and you're excited for and you want to do more exactly and and the the part that you were talking about how like uh that active inspiration needs to kind of keep you excited so that it that it fuels you to want to keep doing more Mm -hmm. that's what keeps the motivation sustainable yeah i like that i mean if you start doing something that you think you want to do and then you find you hate it Maybe it's not your thing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's a failed motivation. No. Because that actually in itself can motivate you to find something else mm-hmm. that excites you. Rejection is redirection. Oh, yeah. We all, we've all we talked about yeah. that before as well. And so, yeah. again, this is also a mindset, right? Yeah. So just because, you know, you start something, even if you don't keep doing it, doesn't mean that you failed in any way or that you failed with motivation. It's redirecting you to something else that, you know, that it might motivate you to do something else that sparks 
that is more sparkful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is a bigger spark. Man, English it's hard. More sparky. <laughs> sparky. <laughs> Oh, yes. I think when it comes to motivation, it's also really important to be consciously aware or remember what your goals are. Because mm. sometimes what happens is you get so focused on doing what it is that you're doing. And sometimes that might lead you from one thing to another thing, to another thing, to another thing. And sometimes you can lose sight of what you're goal originally was and maybe that might be an explanation as to sometimes when your motivation might be low mm -hmm. or when you get into a rut because you strayed away from what originally sparked you and you can also get kind of ahead of yourself mm -hmm. especially at the beginning of something if you're you're laying out all the steps of the things you need to do um and you can get a little ahead of yourself and start focusing on the wrong thing and it's like oh wait like bring it back you need to need to have kind of a good little breakdown of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish and understand like the first steps before step five six seven ten um otherwise you're going to expend your energy in ways that won't further your project and could potentially like demotivate you yes exactly because you're like oh i'm not making any progress it's like well, you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> like go back to step one, finish one and then do two and then do three, get to 10, but like don't start at 10. When you said the whole demotivating you kind of thing, it also... Lots of things can demotivate us, right? Yeah. But I think, I guess in my mind, when you said demotivating, it made me kind of consider moments where you're kind of still motivated to keep working towards whatever goal it is but maybe you're unsatisfied about something mm -hmm. this kind of reminds me and correct me if i'm wrong but you know you have a very successful business a bakery business mm -hmm. and you're so talented and creative and that's what makes you so successful and you have a lot of fun baking your cupcakes and your cookies and your cakes and whatnot but there was a moment when you know, you had so many cake orders that you were so stressed out and maybe it wasn't as fun or, you know, it didn't make you as happy. Mm -hmm. And so you had to really take a step back and kind of assess, well, why mm -hmm. am I doing this? What do I want? Reassess, maybe readjusting some of your goals as well. I think when it comes to motivation, sometimes you know, motivation, there's, it's going to be a lot of up and downs, right? There's going to be mm -hmm. fluctuations and Ebbs that's and okay. Flows, that's normal. Yeah. But when you are, you know, when there's that up and down, if you get to a, a space where you are a little stressed out or you're not, it's not making you as happy or it's not fueling that spark or that fire, taking a step back and readjusting, maybe, um, re redirecting your, you know, some of the smaller goals so that you can maybe get, get back to where whatever it is that you're doing is fueling that fire again and so like you took a step back and again correct me if I'm wrong but you took a step back from some of the cake orders and then you know you were able to focus more on other areas of your business and that really re-energized you yeah I've actually taken a couple of steps back oh okay can you elaborate <laughs> and tell us more about like your journey when it comes to motivation in terms of you know your your um, bakery business I, I think the motivation is a lot like we've talked about a little bit and the journey is similar to what you've just described like um I've, I find motivation in doing it. Sometimes, even to this day, five years later, I do like, oh, I have to bake that cake. Like there's just <laughs> yeah. days I don't want to do it. 
And I do work a full-time day job and, you know, I do have the business at night and I try to have a personal life. Um, And, you know, when we're doing this podcast thing, this is also taking up actual hours out of the week. So, and then there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of stuff that people don't see that goes on with this podcast. You know, there's also social media for all of the businesses and then um, just keeping in touch with things and, you know, trying to keep my person together intact, you know, like go to a doctor's visit, go to this, go to that, fix shit on your car that falls apart, like real life stuff. So there are times where I'm just like, I don't want to bake a cake, (laughs) but somebody paid me to bake that cake, so I got to make that cake. And then just start doing it, like Mm -hmm. bake the cake, get it ready, start the frosting. And once I do that, I'm so excited for it. And I'll find like at the beginning of the project, I might be like, all right, I set a time. And I'm like, I am going to do this cake within this one hour and I will be done. And then I'll hit that hour and I'll love that cake. And I'll, I'll, I'll be at a point where I'm like, I really like this cake. And then I'll just decide to keep going and I'll keep adding things or I'll do something extra and something different. And, and like, I'll just be having so much fun with it that I want to keep going. But the motivation is found within doing the thing. And then I'm really excited when it's done and I love it. And I'm, you know, I'm very happy. I'm always very content with where I've gotten my projects in that realm. And, but yeah, sometimes it's like, I don't want to do this cake. How much time am I going to spend? I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to spend forever on this cake, Mandy. You're going to spend this much time on this cake and you're going to get it done. And then I get so excited doing it that I start going extra. So there's two things I want to mention just from hearing you share that story. (laughs) And, um, and I think many of our listeners are going to be familiar or be able to relate to some of the things that I'm about to say. But the first thing that I want to acknowledge is your example. Well, what you just shared is a great example of how an you know and something that is an extrinsic motivator turns into something that is an intrinsic motivator so you know in the big picture the 50,000 foot view is that you have this bakery business and it is a passion of yours you're you know you're successful in it and you love doing what it is you do on a big scale but let's say for example this cake you know like in the moment The extrinsic motivator is that someone paid you to do something. You may not want to do it. Like, you know, in the big picture, you do love it. But in this moment, in this one day, you know, at three o'clock, you just don't want to do it. That paid customer or that customer that's paying is your extrinsic motivator that gets you to start something. Yeah. But what happens is your passion and your love for that, you know, ends up like turning that extrinsic motivation into intrinsic motivation or, you know, not whether it turns it into or it becomes intrinsic. And that's what fuels the, you know, your ability to keep going and actually enjoy doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's kind of like, like, I, I love to work out, but sometimes starting it, Mm. like getting out of bed, putting on my workout clothes and getting to the gym just sucks but once I'm there and I start moving I feel good so it keeps me going like because now I know like hey this is something that's good for me and I'm enjoying doing it so the you know so you know some of the tips to get me motivated to get to the gym is I will go to bed with my gym clothes on so then it's one less reason (laughs) that I am using to you know or an excuse that I'm using to prevent myself from going to the gym because I'm already in my gym clothes so I might as well get out and go that fucking cracks me (laughs) up like the idea of going to bed in my gym clothes is hilarious (laughs) first of all I'm not trying to go to bed wearing that much clothing (laughs) (laughs) 
and then wearing some snug ass gym clothes to bed. I can't imagine. I would not sleep well, during my CrossFit days. That's what I did, and and that was like another some sports bra well, choking that's me a, to death. <laughs> that's an example of like of so my again. I you know I did CrossFit for a good like eight months, and my extrinsic fat like motivator was Money. to well I oh, paid okay. something, but it was really to have a coach that. Like I that could guide me, okay. but it was like, okay, well, I paid this money and I have a coach that's expecting me to show up at five o'clock in the morning. So yeah. that was my in- extrinsic motivator. But I knew that once I got there and once I was doing it and in the paid big picture I felt better about myself, I felt healthier, I was taking better care of myself. Those are intrinsic motivators. And so, you know, I think part of when you're trying to recognize or trying to be more aware, conscious of, you know, the journey of motivation throughout, you know, the journey of whatever it is that you want to achieve, whatever goal it is to be conscious of like, what are some of those extrinsic motivators? What are some of those intrinsic motivators? And if you're conscious of that and put those into play, Mm -hmm. it might set you up for success better. Like for me, I realized that the, the nice one I do wear my gym clothes I do wake up because I'm uncomfortable and I'm like well I'm already in my gym clothes I might as well go I already feel like awful (laughs) so um I like this extrinsic and intrinsic so the intrinsic motivator at the end of the day for like the cake business Uh is I want to turn out a good product I'm very I'm highly motivated in that way like I can't stand the idea of turning out something that I don't love and like similar to the gym story you're telling it's like my intrinsic motivator is my personal health and my my mental health and my Mm -hmm. physical health because I know that working out and getting some movement in my day again here we are with movement Mm -hmm. but like just moving just getting that momentum and getting started I'm gonna feel good like um, I'm just I'm gonna feel so much better I'm gonna feel it does things to your brain chemically the gym like right. it's it like making happier good when food you, choices when, yes exactly like, like if I go to the grocery mm-hmm. store and I buy the freaking vegetables I've got I've done step one yes step two come home and maybe prep some of those vegetables yes I find that when I prep my my vegetables I'm more likely to make the vegetables make or a bake stir them fry, throw a salad know, yeah. together yeah and then like, then like if I've already made it I might as well eat it so <laughs> <laughs> and then but once I eat it I feel so good Have I you feel ever made good food you didn't eat sometimes wow good for you <laughs> I don't think that has ever happened to me I've maybe made like a big batch of well, something and then gotten sick of it before it was done. But. but maybe it's because I've made the food and then it just didn't taste good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that's never happened to me. So, well, you know me in the kitchen. <laughs> it came with my house. Oh, so shit. that's, that's why I have a kitchen. <laughs> Does my new house have a kitchen? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's that was that's that was, that's what goes on in my head Miley's like I don't know what's in the refrigerator no I have no clue <laughs> I haven't seen it since we moved in I'm pretty sure we have one though it's got to be around here somewhere <laughs> uh but uh you know I think when it comes to the whole uh extrinsic and intrinsic motivators that you were talking about you also had talked about and this is a second thing that I wanted to talk about is you said, you know, in your example, what that you were sharing is, you know, tonight I'm going to do it at like from 7 to 9 p.m. And like from this time. And so, you know, when we when we look at the literature or the information, the research behind motivation, you know, one of the suggestions would be to like like 
set a like deadline and or set a time frame. Mm -hmm. Not only does that deadline motivate you to actually like get your butt going, but having that time frame, knowing that, okay, from seven to nine, you know, 9 a.m., 9 p.m., whatever, then, you know, again, it allows your human brain to know like there's an end point to it. And not Mm -hmm. only that there's an end point to it, but you have a set amount of time and that, you know, to achieve whatever it is that you need to achieve. So like, don't be lollygallying once you start it. I'm sorry. Did you say lollydallying? What I'm not sure what I said. <laughs> what what? <laughs> it lollygallying? <laughs> well, I mean, I hear people say it all the time. I try gagging. Is that what it is? That's is what people weird. say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to use other language. I listen to people and I try to imitate them. I guess amazing. that was a fail. I love that. <laughs> So whatever lolly something or other. <laughs> yeah, I always um, I always felt like I worked better under a, a timeline, like a, a deadline, a timeline. Like I kind of sometimes I kind of feel like I work better under pressure. Yeah. Like I think some people also use that phrase or think that way about themselves. Mm-hmm. And like it's a little bit of working under. I don't actually like working stressed. Like that's not the thing. I'm not trying to push anything to the last minute. I don't like that. So I actually schedule everything like everything gets on my calendar it gets time frames and part of this also like be super realistic about the time you need to do the little things that you're trying to get the motivation for like be realistic like if you need an hour for the gym set an hour for the gym don't put it for 45 minutes on your schedule and kid yourself and then make yourself late for the rest of the day because it won't make you excited to go back to the gym tomorrow be realistic get up 15 minutes earlier and give yourself the hour that you need same yeah. thing with, you know, finishing projects or taking a step on something like building a website. Yeah. If you're motive, if whatever you're trying to get motivated about is a small business and one of your early steps is to get like the basics of a website, give yourself one hour to play around on Squarespace or Wix or whatever you're building it on. Spend an hour building the website, make one page. If that's all you get done, that's all you get done. Come back in a couple of days and do another hour. It also reminds me that you know, you, you'll always have this overarching like 50,000 foot goal or whatnot. But, you know, maybe sometimes one of the things that inhibit people or prevent people from starting is that it can feel overwhelming. So one mm. of the tips that I might want to suggest is like break it down into smaller tasks, smaller steps or smaller goals. Mm-hmm. If you're starting a small business, make a list of all of the things that you think you need to start the business and then start prioritizing it. You know, maybe what you do is you start working on the website and don't stress about getting the social media stuff together. Just focus on the website. Okay, well, if you're going to spend Saturday on the website, well, figure out like, are you going to set aside three hours? And during those three hours, what do you want to achieve? And that way, once, you know, when you, when you identify or are you're clear or you're clear about what your goals are, even like the broken down goals, like the, yes. the smaller Break goals, everything yeah, down into teeny, it'll tiny help you pieces. feel also, it'll, it'll help you feel better when you've been able to, you know, take, you know, a complete one step at a time. You'll be so accomplished seeing all the little things and you don't feel so overwhelmed because mm-hmm. you said like, Oh, the, you know, by the end of Saturday, I was just going to 
get a domain for my website and at least put up a homepage. And you were able to get both of those done and then you won't feel so overwhelmed. You've been able to accomplish some stuff and that will actually feed you to be more motivated in the future. I think motivation, I think I compare a lot of things to a muscle. Like Mm -hmm. motivation can also be considered a muscle because once you start doing something, it gives you more confidence to do more and more or, you know, the next step. And that feeds your momentum, but it also builds on your consistency and consistency is really important when it comes to motivation. I love that you just said the the confidence because I also made a note for consistency. If you're struggling with being consistent, it's rolling back to your why, but also remembering to value yourself and what it is you're accomplishing. Yeah. And that's really important. Like, you know, and I think about like examples in my life and right now I'm, I'm learning how to fly. And one of the things that I'm trying to improve on is to, you know, being able to have like consistent landings. Every time I have a good consistent landing, it builds my confidence and I actually feel proud of myself and I'm having fun doing it. When I'm not consistent with it, I feel bad about myself. And then I like, it, it kind of is not motivating you know when I suck at something or when I'm not able to do something but then again it's reframing in that moment I might spend you know a couple seconds or maybe a couple minutes saying like you know I'm so freaking mad at myself that like I sucked at that and what am I doing I don't know what I'm doing but then I have to like be conscious of that that Mm self-talk and then reframe it and what I like to do is I try to reframe it and say you know what that's it's okay for me to have a bad landing but now I have to use that as motivation to do a better job next time so what did I not do properly that I you know like what would a better landing look like and now use that to motivate myself to try again instead of giving up because when you When you get into these low motive, you know, the low parts of motivation, or maybe you aren't as proud as your, you know, of yourself, or maybe you're not as confident because it's not like you're always going to be confident all the time, or you're not, you're going to be secure all the time. You're going to have moments of insecurity. You're going to have moments of low confidence in those moments. You have to kind of be able to step out of that negativity, maybe, I guess. I don't know for lack of a better word right now, but that Mm -hmm. that space and then be able to kind of remind yourself of all the things that you have been able to accomplish and that you you didn't you weren't you you didn't accomplish all of those things the first time around. You probably had other moments, but you were low moments and you were able to overcome them, which means, you know, now that you've built this muscle of consistency and being able to overcome things and this confidence, this low moment that you're having, you can overcome this as well. So reframe or resetting that mindset or that motivation and take it whatever it is in that moment and turn it into something that can motivate you to keep going yes. or to try again. Getting out of that self-loathing rut. Mm-hmm. Like I've baked cupcakes before and forgotten the rising agent. So like the timer will go off and I'll open the oven and I have these flat, not risen <laughs> like dense little gummy cakes (laughs) like they're not something you can feed to people that they would be excited to eat I've actually fed them to people like I'll bring them into work I'm like Uh I was gonna throw these all away and people will eat them they're like oh my god these are so good I'm like (laughs) they're so wrong exactly but it's funny in your head you think it's wrong you get very like you know, it's easy to beat up on yourself Mm -hmm. when you screw something up that you really want. And maybe you think you should know how to do very well at this point of baking hundreds of thousands of cupcakes. (laughs) Um, But like, I mean, shit happens. And like, I'll pull things out of the oven and I'll be like, damn, what happened here? And I'm like, 
did I miss X, Y, Z or, you know, like I've missed something. And it's like, it's just one of those moments where something got out in my way and I wasn't, I know I just need to like do it over again. Like I can be pissed off for a second and then I'm like, well, that doesn't do me much good. So cool the pan down and start over, like start mixing another batch because I need to get this done and I'm going to pay attention to what I'm doing and I'm going to get it done right. Exactly. I love that. And, and I think that's, again, um, it's a mindset where it actually makes you more confident and stronger every time you fail at something or forget to do something, you know, it's a, it's like a muscle where the more you train your mind to rethink, reframe, mm-hmm. forgive, forgiveness, you know, forgiveness or forgiving yourself and being, you know, giving yourself grace and then saying, okay, well, what would it look like if like the way that I would want it to look like and I'll try again next time. Yeah. Um, it's like, is for me, it's like stuff like that. It's like, it, it's not useful for me to sit and dwell in this spot. Like it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. It doesn't put out any product that's any better than these non-risen cupcakes or, you know what I mean? Like, or a landing that I didn't get exactly the way I wanted it to be. Like I just need to go fucking do it again. And get yep. it right. <laughs> like, that's all I need to do. And then I'm good. And then I'm back in that space. And I'm good for the next, you know, 10,000 cupcakes. And then, like, I'm sure I'll screw another one up somewhere. And that's okay. Some things happen. Um, I think it's also important if you're looking for some motivation and you're looking for some things to, you know, say you're, you know, building a business, you're learning to fly, you're learning to play an instrument. Um find somebody who's in that space and talk to them because especially if you're feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. I think it's good to talk to somebody who's done the thing or is in the place doing the thing that you want to do because they'll be those people will tell you yeah everything you're feeling is completely normal I've been there I was there yesterday and I've been doing this 10 years you know like I think it's important to find somebody in the space oh for sure and a support system like not just it's a support also, system yeah. that, you know, of like people who love you, they might not be experts in whatever field that you're trying to do. But, you know, so when I talk about a support system, I don't just talk about those people that are not experts that just love you and care about you, but right. experts that can also be your support system because they've been where you are. Maybe they are where you are or what happens is they can reassure you that it's normal and that it happens and it can still happen even if you have 10 years in your pocket or whatnot. And so I think that I really like that you brought that up because it is important to know that you're not alone in this. Yeah, it's community, it's support, it's a mentor, like any one of those things, all three of them, they don't have to all be one person, but you need to find someone in, even if like in today, it's even it's COVID, but you know, and people aren't necessarily like going out and doing lots of networking events maybe, but like the the world of social media has never been more robust and easy to talk to people doing the things you want to do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think about, you know, even our podcast as an example of this whole motivational episode that we're talking about. I mean, we can probably give an example of of any one of the things that we've talked about, like, you know, just going back to what we just talked about, having a support system like we have also looked at 
to other people in the podcasting space oh, yeah. to get guidance to figure out like hey what are you guys we're, doing yeah for this? exactly what like this? well we're struggling with this area what do you know have you faced this struggle and what have you done uh you know when you face this and you know it's just it's so nice to kind of reach out to people who are already in this space and then you know to go back to some of the examples that we've talked about i mean just like when we talk about you know just starting I mean, I've talked about this before, but I'm one of those people that I do a lot of what we have already talked about, like passive motivation when I knew that I, you know, I wanted to start this podcast with you, but I was, I was like, I really want to do it right. So I'm going to spend all this time researching about podcasting. I'm going to research about all the equipment. I'm going to, you know, research about a business plan and how to like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was studying. I was looking at a lot of like literature and reviews and like how to do this and how to do that. But, you know, and it had been like two months and then Mandy is like, we just need to start. Like, we just need to plug in all the material or all the equipment and just start talking. Yeah. And you, and then, you know, one episode led to 40 episodes in our season one, you know, and then it was like consistency. We need to do an episode every week. We need to meet up. Like commitment is yeah. a really big commitment. part of it. Like committing to being consistent. Yeah. And, and then, you know, so like it's just starting. And once you commit, once you continue to be consistent, you can keep that motivation going. And there were moments where we were just dis- like, I can, I don't, I want, I don't want to speak for you, but there are moments where I would be discouraged because maybe I felt a little insecure Maybe I was, you know, I was having a really stressful week and my confidence level is really low and I didn't want, I was, I didn't want to do this. But again, structure is really helpful in, in consistency and in building confidence. And so in those low moments, we had a set time for our podcast. I showed up, I did what we were supposed to do. Maybe I wasn't happy in the moment, but (laughs) once I did it, I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm capable of doing this. And that, again, feeds and helps build my confidence so that the next week I was like, okay, we got this. Like, I got this. And so, um, again, that again, and in that moment, again, that's another example, like extrinsic motivation was, Hey, I committed to this. I can't disappoint Mandy. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have, you know, we, we have stuff that I need to show up for. But then once I'm doing it, I'm meeting our guest. I'm having a great time Mm -hmm. talking and enjoying and learning from each other. You know, it's just, again, out of your head. Yes. And stop spinning stories. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing, like, you know, we, 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 we closed out season one and then we, you know, are starting season two. And again, it was just like, okay, we just got to start recording again for season two. And so again, it's, it's, it's up and down. It fluctuates. It's, there's an ebb and flow and that, and it's normal. It's okay. Happens to everyone. Yeah. Literally. I mean, in season one, there were definitely times where I felt, I don't know that I never, I don't know that I ever felt like I didn't want to do this. I was genuinely probably excited to do this like 98% of the time and I I would say probably the same percent of time I all walked away like pretty excited like sometimes there were long nights when we record too um that's a long night and that's a lot of talking but um it was gen generally speaking very uplifting and motivating and it feels good to chat with people like on the things we were chatting with and even just chatting with each other like we always have a blast like there's 20 minutes of nonstop laugh somewhere like either before or right after like there's always some sort of nonsense before we're even recording so it's always a really fun time and it's like spiritually very energizing but there were definitely times when I felt 
overwhelmed just because of all the things and the schedule. And it's like, I didn't get to put as much time into this as I wanted to. And that's part of that learning curve. Like the first year in the baking business, like I didn't understand how to structure my schedule so well. So sometimes I would be really stressed out doing things really too close to deadlines. Um, and that's just things I had to learn how to manage my time in. And that's same thing with the podcast had to learn how to manage my time in order to get the things done so that we felt good going into the episodes, going into writing, you know, the descriptors and, um, putting out the social media posts, like all those things, like getting all our little ducks in a row and just figuring it out. We just had to do it to learn those things. Like, it's not something I would have known how to do if we just hadn't started, like that little, like a little snowflake. Yeah. Little teeny tiny snowball sitting on the top of the hill. And we just had to like start rolling to get some momentum and turn into this great big ball of snow that we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I hate the snow. <laughs> And yet you use it as an example. I don't. It's the only thing. I I, know, I, I'm know. so visual. It's just what pops into my head. But I I, I do. I, I really love the whole topic of motivation. And I think part of it is just one big ingredient about motivation is just for me, remembering the why and mm. knowing that like it is something that hopefully it is, some, you know, it is something that I love and that I'm passionate about or that I enjoy doing too. I think that's a big ingredient part of it. It should be an, a big ingredient in everything that we do yeah. because if we're not having a good time or enjoying what we do, that's a demotivator. Right. I don't care how much money you're yeah. paying me to do a cake. If I hate the project, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I get it. I love this. I think this was a really good first episode for season two. Me too. It's going to motivate us and springboard us right into another 40 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, What are some, maybe, what are like two highlights that you'd like, that you'd like our listeners to kind of take away or remember from our episode today? For, in relation to motivation, um, just start. Mm -hmm. Big time. That's. I will always say that that is one of the biggest yeah. lessons I learned from you with this whole podcast experience. And I got, I mean, I've been influenced by a couple of different places on that topic. And it's like, just start. Like, you just have to start and see where you get. Because you, you won't get anywhere if you don't start. And, and a big part of that fact. is learning, right? Like, yeah. you can't learn everything before you start. Just yeah. start and continue learning. And like, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a big part <laughs> of it. We can look at the facts and yeah. guess what? You won't get anywhere if you don't start. Exactly. So just start. Like, just start is my biggest thing for motivation. Like, you just have to get doing it and push through those voices that are trying to talk you out of it because I, those voices are very normal and they mm-hmm. will try to talk you out of things and tell you maybe you don't belong there or you don't you don't deserve this or you don't need it or you'll never X, Y, Z, whatever that little nagging voice is that someone planted in your head a long, long time ago, you just have to push through it. So you have to start and then you have to push through that wall. There's like two little walls to keep mm-hmm. well, the, the push is just keep going. Yeah. I think my thing would be uh, identify or be more conscious of your extrinsic and your intrinsic factors because Mm -hmm. those things will help you identify like uh, when you're in, you know, when you're in it, you're probably utilizing a lot of the intrinsic factors that keep you going. Mm -hmm. But in your lower moments, 
you can identify some of those extrinsic factors that can help you get back into the momentum. And so um, being more aware of what can drive you or what can motivate you can help you keep going once you're already in the groove or maybe when you're out of the groove. But being mindful of those can help you mm-hmm. when you're up or you're down. I agree. I like that. That's always a good rule, I think, mm-hmm. for me too. Checking back in with myself and making sure I'm still on yeah on course for me. And I'm not on someone else's course. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. And so we would love for you to share if any of the tips and tricks about motivation that we talked about today resonates with you or if you have anything else that you've ever done that is really helpful for you, share away because we are all about it. Yep. And we are on uh, different platforms as well as different social media platforms. And so please feel free to comment and, and share what those thoughts are on motivation in any of the podcast platforms or social media. Yep. And uh, if, if you feel motivated to, <laughs> please tell your friends about us. Yes, please. We would love that. And then uh, we always enjoy our time with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here today, Miley. Oh, no, thank you, Mandy. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope you have a wonderful uh, rest of your week, and we will chat with you soon. Love you. Love you, too.